2A EDU. I think we're feeding out to the folks out there. Uh, let's see. I'll let's see if we get some confirmation. Hopefully everything's working. Welcome back to the show. I'm Hank Strange. Of course, first I want to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com. Sign up for our email list there. Look around the site. We've got lots of uh, great ways that you guys can support us on Hank Strange. So you really need to check that out. So for example, if you wanted to uh, get yourself some some coffee, you know, uh, Blackout Coffee is the place to go. You can actually go to blackoutcoffee.com slash hankstrange, use the code HANK10, and uh, you can save yourself 10% from Blackout Coffee, and they've got uh, they've got coffee, they've got hot chocolate, they've got tea, all kinds of good stuff there. And, you know, you can buy some coffee and help support us at the same time. So we appreciate you all doing that. Big shout out to Bar Newell's, makers of performance steel case ammunition. Um, I'm sure we're going to talk about some steel case ammunition in this show. Let me load up my guest, 2AEDU. There he goes. And uh, let me get this, let me get the show popping here, man. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. All right, guys, make sure you hit that subscribe button, smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified when we're live. Here goes the bell. There you go. We are live. The sound of freedom. <laughs> Who moved your freedom? This is the show. Uh, welcome back. Let's uh, first of all, let's do the jazz hands to AEDU. There you go. We got the jazz hands popping. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 829 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. As I said, my guest tonight for the whole night is 2AEDU. There he goes. What's up, my friend? How's it going? What's happening, man? Nice to see you and nice to see all the people in the chat. Yeah, same here. Same here. Thanks so much. Uh, for coming out uh, all you guys out there smash the thumbs ups I'm, I'm everyone smash the thumbs ups right now we need it we appreciate it and uh, you know it, it helps it helps the algorithm big shout out to our shooting gallery any he says hey hey what's crack a lacking what the shooting gallery any see me yesterday I was posting uh, he sent me a patch uh, let me see where is it here it goes I was showing it off yesterday boom Let's see, can we get that to focus? Come on, focus camera. Oh, this is so... Oh, the, uh, and then, then it goes out of focus. There we go. Okay, over there here, go. there we go. Yeah, there you go. So, big thanks to uh, Shooting Gallery Eddie for that patch. I appreciate it. And I see Toxic Patch Co., who made the patch, is in the chat here. Okay, Izzy. Okay, shout out to Toxic Patch Company also out there. Um, you know, everyone else out there. As I said, let's see, there's so, there's so many folks. If you need a shout-out, let us know. We'll be happy to do that. Um, Brass Catcher says, did I inspire a collab? So I'm not, I'm not sure what that, you know, what's There's some people there. that liked our last stream, I think, and was looking forward to this. Yeah, absolutely. I've been looking forward to it. Um, Corey Williams is out there, so hi to her. Let's see. I do see. I do see Toxic Patch Company. I'm just trying to go through here and shout out a couple of people as we go through this. All right. So what's up, man? What's what's the dealio? Jeez, man. All kinds of stuff. Um, yeah. Took a trip down <laughs> south a few weeks back, and uh -huh. now I'm cutting grass in the rain and mud here in Michigan. Okay. Yeah. How does that work? Uh, cutting grass in the mud. 
I, got, I need well, video. I wasn't trying I to video. cut it. A... <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my uh-huh. here's my coffee cup that was in the lawnmower cup holder. Let's proof, see this. Okay? Right, right. So you were out, and then so, you just got a downpour, or how does that work? Well, it's just been raining so much. The goal isn't to cut in the mud, but when you're mm-hmm. cutting near the ditch and the mower kind of slides into it, and you have to get out, that's what mm-hmm. happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you, <laughs> yeah. have you ever uh, got the mower stuck in the mud? I have, a couple okay. times. All right. So is it? I'm guessing it's not a four before mower. No, it's a big zero turn. It's got really wide tires in the rear. It has pretty good flotation, but mm-hmm. you can get it stuck eventually. Okay. Have you ever flipped it? I have not. I'm still here today, so I'm, I haven't <laughs> flipped it. <laughs> yeah. Armament and Axis says, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, let's go, Brandon. I love that saying, and I think we should keep it going as long as possible. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know people are going to get, uh, people are getting banned. There was a rapper that did a, a song on it, and then he got kicked off, he, he got the song kicked off of YouTube, and the guy doesn't even curse or anything. He just, just crazy i know and you know what's that's crazy and you know what i like so much about the let's go brandon and i've been talking Mm -hmm. about this a lot lately in my streams i believe politics is downstream from culture so really what we're in right now is a culture war and i see all of these college kids chanting let's go brandon and that gives me a lot of hope it makes me realize Mm -hmm. it's not just the middle-aged you know person that's no the young people are really taken on to this and i Mm -hmm. like that yeah, everyone assumes that they're just automatically liberals and sheep, you know, um, but I guess in lots of cases they've been pushed too far. Yeah, we need everybody. It's like right now, just look at what's going on. I mean, there's tons of terrible stuff, but what gives me a little hope is we've got, you know, patriotic Korean War veterans. We've got, you know, that generation. They're old, but they're still there. Vietnam veterans, and they're patriotic. But now we've got mm-hmm. college kids. We've just mm-hmm. got we've got country music fans. We've got rap fans. Like, it's like spreading across all genres. People are starting mm-hmm. to wake up a little bit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Let me get this up there because uh, money, money, named, money, money, some money. Some dude <laughs> named John Crump live gave us a couple of bucks. He says, "Where did you get that hat?" Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold what? on, hold on. Let me see. Don't say it. Don't say it, 2AEDU. Let me see if I can use my... Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Since he's the making same. me do it. Right. John Cook is what we call management. He runs Black Swan Media and Black Swan Tactical. And mm-hmm. that's where all of my merch is. And John's also working with my channel on other projects. So right, shout out go. to him. <laughs> no, that has something to, jo- with, to do with John. No. <laughs> Who would believe that? Who would believe it? Uh, no, that's cool. So, uh, were there, was that a new patch in there? I think I've seen, it's the 2AEDU, I've seen that one before. Let's see what we're looking at here. Okay. And this is the um, Future Fallons of America project. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend and moderator, Mateo, actually drew this from scratch. Toxic Patch mm-hmm. Co. made it. It's available mm-hmm. on Black Swan. And this is just to raise awareness to everybody that with these impending rules that they're, quote, deciding on right now, we could have 20 million or more people instantly felons with uh, arm braces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And let's see. And then Toxic Patch Company also gave us some money now. 
Money, 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 money. Toxic Patch Company says, but who did those patches? So. Well, we gave him the shout out, and this just proves that the Crump Mafia is pretty prevalent right now. Right, yeah. Uh, so let's see. Um, uh, I'm trying to. There's a whole bunch of stuff going out there. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, what do you. What, what's your biggest thing that's on your radar right now? I guess that's my first question. Let's start there. What's the biggest thing on your radar at this moment? Well, broadly speaking, there's many people right now, including the former vice president, trying to destroy America. That's where it starts. But I think those two rules that we all sent the letters in, and mm -hmm. according to John Crump of Ammoland, he put out a story that they counted mm -hmm. them in like five minutes. We, we sent so many letters to them telling mm -hmm. them, no, you're not going to redefine frames and receivers. You're not going to ban the arm braces that they're now proposing. They're going to double the size of the ATF mm -hmm. and how quickly they got through an astronomical amount of comments mm -hmm. makes me think they really don't care. And if, if I were to guess, I hope I'm wrong guys, but I would guess they're probably going to drastically be changing what a firearm is very soon and probably banning or making arm braces into SBRs. That's two things on my radar. Yeah, well, yeah, one good question is how they count it so fast, but they definitely haven't read them all, right? There's no way, and it just goes back to where, look, guys, this government was founded, you know, of the people, by the people, for the people, and the only reason the government would even exist at all is to preserve our natural rights that were endowed by our creator. Well, this is what the government is. The people spoke. We said no. Literally over 400,000 pushing 500,000 comments and letters were written about this. And they're like, oh, we've counted them all. We'll have our ruling soon. So it's, it's not good right now with us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, when, did, did, uh, is that, when did that article go up from John? Let me see. Is that, uh, did that go up today? Or I think that went up yesterday, right? It was maybe late last week where he went through. Oh, and it? I know it was on okay. his YouTube channel for sure. Okay. Last week, it was yeah. basically talking about how just, I mean, I exaggerated when I said five minutes, but it was like mm -hmm. in a couple of days, they supposedly read hundreds and hundreds of thousands of, of comments. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm trying to see where, yeah, that probably did go up last week. Let me just search John's, all of John's articles here. John Crump, let's go and just search that and see. Um, he's in the chat. Maybe he can help us out here. Yeah. Uh, and you want to know what's crazy, man, while you're looking that up? People keep... So mm -hmm. I did a stream last week and said what you should buy now while you still can. Right. Meaning right now a slide on a pistol is just a part. And almost all states gets just shipped right to your home. AR upper receiver, all these things. And I was telling people, like, look, we may be ending the golden era of building your own firearm at home in the privacy of your own home. And immediately everyone started in the chat saying, well, what law passed? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, actually, if that law did pass, it'd be unconstitutional. But it's actually worse than that. There have been no laws passed by our duly elected representatives and senators. This mm -hmm. is just literally coming from three letter agencies 
saying that they can create law, define law, adjudicate law. And, and it's a really big issue going on right now. Mm hmm. Yeah. In the in the uh, in the case of everything that's going on in um, when it comes to the covid vaccine mandates, there's definitely it's not even out there. If they say they're going to do something, all of a sudden, everyone everyone starts like companies start making up rules based on stuff they haven't even that the government hasn't even done in the first place for us to go. Yeah, that's unconstitutional. Yeah, I'm totally with you, dude. This is more of the same thing that's going on right now. First of all, any mm -hmm. such mandate, in my opinion, would be constitutional, even if it was passed by Congress, which it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Even if there was an executive order, that would also be unconstitutional. But we don't even have that yet. We mm -hmm. just had the former vice president come out and said, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to lay the smack down on all of your liberty. But there's been nothing actually signed by him. And all mm -hmm. these businesses are just ruining people's careers ruining their lives it's crazy mm -hmm. man mm -hmm. yeah um you know i don't know what that's gonna stop by the way i see you mentioned mateo i see mateo yep shout out to him uh, out there um so there you go yeah there's you know i what i'm waiting for is the pitchforks and torches moment with all that stuff i want to see like where does it go in America that it just goes too far and then people just rise up in America and go, okay, this bullshit has to stop. You guys cannot do this nonsense. You know? Yeah. Obviously I, we feel that way. We feel that way when it comes to uh, a lot of gun laws that these guys are proposing, you know, but you know, we're like, that's us. Right. And that's us in a bucket. But, but there's a lot of other things going on in America. Maybe that's what's leading to all the uh, the chants of let's go Brandon out there. You know, so is that the point or where is it? What do you think? I, I think that is the point. Look, we're, we're in a sea change in this country right now. I think anyone knows that by now. And I think, you know, if you think about it, we've had different rallying cries throughout the generations. It was the Redcoats are coming. It was remember the Alamo. All mm -hmm. these things that we've had since this country's inception. And I seriously think that Let's Go Brandon, as, as trite as it may sound, that's kind of the new rallying cry. Like I said earlier, college kids filled mm -hmm. up stadiums full of people. These are all types of people right now partaking in this. And I don't know, man, pitchforks and torches. Yeah, You know, I hope not, but I, I do think we are in a sort of civil war right now, even if it's third, fourth, fifth generational. We're definitely in a cultural war. Well, there has to be there has to be something. I'm not saying um, I'm not saying violence, but there has to be something in America where people go, hey, you guys have to stop this. This is you know, we're not taking this crap. I kind of agree with Gray Man. He says seems like we're past that. But crickets, I think that after January 6th. You know, the the uh, Democrats out there, a lot of liberal folks made it seem like just saying anything about all of a sudden the people who were always anti-government said that saying anything about the government is insurrection. You know, we should all just bow down and do whatever Big Brother says. And I think that does have a lot of people scared. But, you know, somewhere in there, as you were saying, if there's all these college kids, if there's all these people going out to to uh sporting events and all that and chanting this is that the beginning or is that just the end of it where it all fizzles 
Well, I hope it's not the end, man, because if we lose this experiment on self-governance, we'll literally never get it back. No other country's mm -hmm. going to come and save the United States of America. I think we're in a really tough place right now, but I think we still have a chance. And if you go back to the founding of this country, Ben Franklin was literally asked by a lady, what have we, sir? Do we have a monarchy or a republic? Mm -hmm. And he said a republic if you can keep it. And that's where mm -hmm. we're at right now. People are going to have to keep this country because we'll never get it back if we lose it. I think we're right yeah. on the we're right on the precipice right now. Yeah, it's weird. And when you see the media, okay, the media who traditionally uh, championed freedom, especially freedom of speech, is now championing championing the opposite of that. It's scary. Right. That's what we have. That's what we have going on here right now when the media is doing the opposite of that. So, for example, um, I don't, I'm trying to remember where I saw the article about the rapper. So there's, you know, there's this rapper that has a song that's pretty popular. Let's go, Brandon. And YouTube banned it. Yeah. And this it's guy like doesn't curse. One. Yeah, this guy's this guy is uh, very religious. He doesn't curse, etc. And they banned the video. And it's just it's just weird to me. You can see all kinds of other crap in videos, but I see that as art. Like I don't think they should be banned either. You know? But then you'll ban this guy, you know, and he's not cursing, he's not doing anything like that. He is also doing art. And when you see the media, not just YouTube, when you see uh the mainstream media, CNN, uh, NBC, all these places championing people's voices being suppressed. Okay, then you know that you're really, I mean, it's like we're living in Russia. We're not, you know, it's not America at that point, right? No, it's crazy. The First Amendment is known as the Freedom of Speech Amendment, although it, although it basically guarantees four essential liberties and rights. But, yeah, the only reason that we have freedom of the press protected in our First Amendment is to promote free speech. Mm -hmm. And th there's this idea that it's only supposed to protect popular speech that they're trying to ingrain on us. No, actually, all of these rights are for everybody. And the government put in the Bill of Rights to protect the least of us, the people mm -hmm. that would get trampled over by the hordes and the masses. And it's, it's really crazy what they're doing right now. Yeah, it is. It's, it's kind of insane. Um, you know, I was looking, uh, and by the way, big, I don't know if he's watching or listening but big shout out and congratulations to military arms channel uh he got over a million subscribers so congratulations wow. to him right that's that's awesome uh, awesome yeah he's been doing this for a long time definitely a lot longer than i have but he was also talking about when i went where i saw that post he was talking about how you know he's so suppressed on youtube and it's just weird, man. It's it's weird to think that, you know, that we're in this situation now. You know, that we're really in a situation where we are the minority and these guys are suppressing us. And the thing that we're doing, like, we're not hurting anyone. We're not criminals. You know, we don't want to take anyone's freedom away or take anything from anyone. <laughs> but we're the bad guys. Yeah, right? look, we're just trying to we're just trying to do American things and 
we need to reject this idea that we're crazy or that we're radical. No, we're the normal people. It's normal mm -hmm. to want to exercise your God-given rights to enjoy liberty and just be left the heck alone. That's actually yeah. what this country's supposed to be. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's weird to see that a guy can hit, and I know it's the same thing for me. Like I'm not at a million. Uh, we're I'm over a hundred thousand subscribers, and the number the subscriber number goes up, but my the people watching my videos goes down and it's all weird. You know, we're putting out videos, the number goes down. If I get a video, it gets any kind of attention, YouTube goes, ah, no, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna limit this one. It, it's just a weird thing that's happening and it's even happening to people that are on that level. Yeah, I'm, I'm noticing almost every YouTuber I know, especially in the gun or patriotic communities, same mm -hmm. thing as me, we'll put out videos they get half or a quarter of the views of what they mm -hmm. did even a year ago. Mm -hmm. And then it's so frustrating when I spend my time making a video and someone comes in and sends me a message. Hey, man, when are you going to do the follow-up on that Palmetto Romanian GF3R? And I'm like, well, I put that video out two days ago. And then they come back, not in my notifications, not in my yeah. feed. And it, it, it is frustrating. Yeah, I think it's happening to all of us. Uh, I, I hope that... Um you know, I was talking to I was talking to someone about this today, and and I was telling him just you know we, we, this is something we're passionate about. This is something we believe in. We have to just keep doing our thing, and regardless of what these guys are doing to us, we can't let them get like make us quit. Right, get inside of our brains and make us quit. At the same time, I would hope that there's folks out there you know making some plans in this direction. Uh, I know I heard about like Trump is supposed to be working on something uh, and there's other places working on things. I don't know that I've seen anything that gives me any uh, reason to, to, to be optimistic at this point because I heard even Trump had rules that on his platform you couldn't talk bad about him. So I don't know if that would be a freedom platform in my opinion. You know, yeah, I mean, who I cares saying. if we agree with him more than the yeah. the current former vice president? It, it shouldn't be restricted, period, to be the definition yeah. of freedom. Yeah, that's we should be able to go. Like, I don't want to go on a place where I can't talk. I think the rule was that you can't talk bad about the people that own that particular platform that they're, that they're working on. Well, then what's the point? I should be able to talk bad about anyone I want. I, if I vote for someone to be president, I can still talk bad about him. If they do oh, the yeah. wrong I thing, I can, I can mention it. Since. Yeah. And so did you. Yeah. I, I've heard you call him out every time he did his BS, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's weird. It's a weird thing. Um, let me see here. I know there's a bunch of comments coming in. I'm, I'm like a little bit behind. Man Against the Masses says Jared put out a video about Hornady backtracking on their mandate. You and I took a look at uh, Guns and Gadgets video right before we started. It's a quick video. What do you think? Dude, I think it's awesome. I think Jared's pretty much over the target. I believe that mm -hmm. so many people got a hold of him, reached out, said many things probably, and it mm -hmm. seems like they're backtracking, to be honest with you, which is good. Yeah, um, so just to, I mean, I think everyone knows about what's going going on with, uh, <laughs> with Hornady, but do you want to just recap the whole Hornady thing from, from like your point of view for folks out there? Oh, I was so pissed at first. I was ranting about mm -hmm. it on my Friday stream. They put out, a, apparently in their break room and lunchroom, they put out a, a letter that basically said that mandates are coming, 
back to that whole executive action that doesn't even exist. But they said there's an executive action. Mandates are coming. We're going to have a health clinic. And they basically said, you're going to take this whether you like it or not. Don't go on the Internet. Don't talk to your coworkers about it. You're just going to have to. And there's nothing you can do about it. That's mm-hmm. the gist of what that original letter said, that you're going to uh, have to take a forced health care mm-hmm. procedure. Yeah. Did it did it say that they can't talk to each other about it? Most definitely. And that's the part okay. that got me the most mad when it said, don't hmm. believe what you read on the Internet. It said, don't believe, you know, don't oh, talk okay. to your okay. coworkers. Oh, OK. OK. I see the part. Yeah. OK. Um, that part I, I remember, got me the most mad. Yeah. I remember something like that in that letter. I know they were... I don't know if they were saying that people were going to get fired if they didn't do it. Like, uh, do you remember the the stuff that came out about guns.com? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. See, to me, that was more egregious. It kind of, from from me reading the Hornady letter, it kind of sounded like they're, hey, you know, we've got government contracts. OSHA is going to be putting this thing out. So please, please get you know get the the vaccine i did there was a part in there that they were saying there was a lot of misinformation on the internet and all that kind of stuff um about it but it didn't seem like when i when i when i saw the thing from guns.com that was a lot worse they were saying in there that you know if you didn't get it you were going to get fired right then they were saying if even if you have a religious exemption they want you to explain to them what your religious exemption is and then they're going to have a whole board to go through all your reasons if you had a medical exemption they want you to explain that and show proof that you've used it, it was it was all crazy when i heard it so i'm not saying i don't like the idea of companies forcing people into taking this vaccine or doing anything else um, of that nature but they seemed they seemed um it seemed to me like guns.com was worse. They backed off of it. So now the news is that Hornady's also backed off of it, right? Yeah, and that's good. We might have a little difference in opinion on the Hornady. Mm-hmm. I think the Hornady mm-hmm. one's a little worse than mm-hmm. you know. You do. You, you think, think it is. Why why do you think uh why do you think it's worse? Well, because he said, Look, there's misinformation out there, so don't pay attention to the internet, don't talk to your coworkers. It's like, well, hold on a minute. There's mm-hmm. misinformation from Dr. You-Know-Who and from the CDC and who. They put out so much misinformation and gone back and forth so many times. It's mm-hmm. like, why would you listen to OSHA all of a sudden? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just... And then yeah, he also I, I would have to. I would have to. I would have to pull it back up and take a look at that, at that particular part of it. Because I could have... I might have skipped over the part where they said, don't talk to your coworkers about it. Because, I mean, I don't understand what that means. If, if you're dealing, to me, here's how I look at this. If you're going to make a decision whether or not, so, so let's say you're making the decision, should I or should I not get the vaccine? You can talk to whoever the hell you want to. You could talk right. to your doctors. You know, you could talk to whoever. If you're a religious person, you talk to whoever advises you spiritually. You could talk to your family members. You know, yes. you could talk to your coworkers. I, I don't. Yeah, I might have skipped over that part. So I just didn't like that part of it. Him telling you mm-hmm. who you should talk to or listen to. Yeah. And then he basically said, there's nothing you can do about this. That was in there, too. And that kind of okay. hit me pretty hard, too, because I'm like, of course, there's something you can do about this. You can quit your job if you want to. I mean, that's mm-hmm. some people can't. Some people are choosing to do that. Yeah. Uh, so here, I'm going to throw it up. I want to go back and see. I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point. They went yeah. back, but I just want to see where I missed that. Where, where where was it? Do you remember? 
Uh, I'm throwing it up here. So right there, it says, we understand that, that, sent, yeah. that paragraph there. Okay, right. We understand this is a difficult situation, and we will make sure to keep you informed as we learn more about the mandate in the coming days. There's a tremendous amount of misinformation and flat-out lies about this mandate. Please listen to the guidance we provide, not the internet, social media, or even a co -work. Oh, you're right. Oh, damn. Okay, I skipped over that. Yeah, so that's you can bullshit. Only listen to him. He's the only one. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, and then man. There's something I further a, down I take... where he says there's nothing you can do about this or something like that. Yeah, okay. I, so, you know what? You're right. I take that back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Look, yeah. I believe people are all very smart people, and people are going to decide for themselves who they listen to, whether yeah. it's doctor. Well, that's clergy, socialist. That's their, their that's family. like, uh, yeah, that's like, you know, that's like Big Brother. Don't listen to what anyone else says. We know, we know about this. We are the arbitrators of everything that you should, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I skipped over that, honestly, so. I think a lot of people did. I didn't like that part. Yeah, shout out to, to DLD After Dark. Yeah, I see why you don't like that part. And I don't think you're I don't think you're wrong now that I go back and see the intention of how they're saying that. Because that's not you I mean, everyone should make up their own mind about everything. I agree. You, know? you reap what you sow. If you make the good choice, you'll have a good result. If you make a bad choice, you'll have a bad result. That's how life usually works. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just weird. That's like your employer's like, listen, you know, um, we're, we, we believe in this religion. <laughs> Don't listen to anyone else. <laughs> just listen to what we tell you about. Okay. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from on that one. But they, so, okay, so they backed all the way up on this now. So how do you feel about it now? Are you still like, you'll never buy Hornady again or... You know, where are yeah, you look, at? I don't, I'm not going to advocate what the audience should do because, again, mm -hmm. they're all smart people. Mm -hmm. I'm done with them because I only think they took it back because they were worried about all the um, loss of sales. Here's the thing. I would never write anything like that in the first place. Mm -hmm. If you would even write something like that in the first place, I don't know. I, I'm done with them. That's yeah. just my opinion. Um, well, you know, I think that... If you're gonna if if you're gonna put out something about this thing and you're let's say you're a government you have government contracts your government contracts represent a big thing and you feel like hey they may put this out there and you want your employees to be aware of it I get it if you you're like hey we're just putting this info out there this is what these guys are trying to do we're just making you guys aware we're not saying do this or do that um, that's one thing right you're letting them know that hey this might affect this might affect us and at some point if that does affect them then you could go hey we told you guys this thing was coming up and it's going to affect us we're not we're not going to force this on anyone so hey we're losing we're going to lose this money but you know we're just letting everyone know that this is this is coming i i'm cool with that sure you know um, yeah. but there's just like you're now getting into your employees business you know, like they're outside of them working for you. This is a decision that they make about their own health and or, you know, what goes inside of their body. So this is just as bad as like uh, if we're talking about abortion, an employer saying, hey, you have to get an abortion. That's where we think about it. 
or hey you know what you can't do this because that's what we think about it you know yeah and i'm kind of reading the chat here um mm -hmm. alan powell says the person who wrote that would likely be fired i'd like to get a little more info so where i stand right now is mm -hmm. i'm done with them i have no use for that company mm -hmm. but was it see it has steve hornady's name on the letter so did the mm -hmm. owner actually write the letter or did one of his assistants write it and put his name on it and he's infuriated and he would have never i don't know i'm not trying to make excuses for him yeah All i would I'm say, say i would say that it, i would say this i would say it's steve hornady if you ask me i mean yeah it's on his, his letterhead yeah it's yeah. on his letterhead it it's signed by him the this one this one that i was reading here i don't know if that was signed or not hold on let me go back and look well, it says Steve on the bottom there. I don't know that it was necessarily signed, but yeah, you're the owner of the company. It's your letterhead. Yeah, it's you. Even if someone, I, the idea of someone else writing it, what does that mean? I'm considering it from him because his name's on mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it's where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, this kind of this kind of stuff happens. This kind of stuff happens. So no more Hornady for you, right? Personally, but I'm not going to mm -hmm. tell other people what to do. I'm not like yeah. that. Yeah. If you have Hornady, because this, I'm just asking this question, because it always comes up when stuff happens with uh, gun companies, right? If you have yeah. Hornady right now, are you throwing it out? If so, no, I'm just send it to me. If you don't need it, two A E D U, collect all your Hornady and send it in. <laughs> well, I, I can send you some, but no, I, <laughs> no, I I'm going to use it. Just, <laughs> just put little labels on it. <laughs> Nornity, put Nornity on there. Not, you know, it's not Hornady anymore. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll shoot what I already have because they already got the money for that. Yeah. Uh, well, but you know what I'm saying, right? It's like Springfield. People keep bringing up Springfield Armory to me, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think their guns that they make are decent. I don't really want to do anything on their stuff, you know, since they were involved in this whole carve-out scandal right that whole thing just yeah. put me put me off to them but that doesn't mean if you already have something from springfield i'm not telling you to go melt it down or throw it away or even sell it for that matter yeah yeah well most of their handguns like their xd line are made by hs product in croatia they're mm -hmm. good guns i had them from a long long time ago i mm -hmm. own a few melting them down proves nothing um, I'm not going to do any videos on their products, however, because I don't want to promote a company that inflicted gun control on all of the small gun businesses in Illinois, but carved them in Rock River out as an exception. Mm -hmm. I can't forgive them for that unless or until the owner retires, steps aside, the new people come in, renounce it. That's about the only redemption for them, for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, there, was a, there was an article, I think, that it was... Was it the truth about guns? That's talking about all these different companies that are anti-2A. Did you see that? Um, I, I would have to go see if I could find that article and pull it back up, right? But um, let me see. Where is it? Let me see if I could find it. Uh, and it was talking about all these companies that do stuff that's anti-2A. I have to see if I could find that article here again. Um there's always been a lot of anti-two-way gun companies and ammo companies. This has been going on forever, almost. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, uh, I don't know. I wish I had a link to that article. 
so what do we do there in that case? Is it? Do you feel the same way about that, or do you look? Think- I don't generally, I don't generally like cancel culture, so I'm always kind of loath to call mm-hmm. for. We need to cancel these people. Look, I, I think that while we still have some capitalism left in this country, capitalism tends to take care of this. If enough people say screw it, I'm not with it. Well, they're going to reap what they sow for their bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I think, you know, we, we should. I wish we had some kind of alternatives to these companies lined up where people could t- like easily see that, right? Well, I gave a good example yeah. here in Michigan of a local ammo company. He's not going to be able to, you know, fill the demand that Hornady could. But mm-hmm. you've got mm-hmm. Justin from Phoenix Ammo here in Wixom, Michigan. Okay. When you had the governor sending, you know, telling him he wasn't in compliance with all of her mandates. Remember, mm-hmm. she had it where you couldn't buy seeds for your garden. You couldn't buy ammunition. Mm-hmm. When they tried to mm-hmm. shut him down, he said no. He kept making ammo. Then eventually, the state police came with their guns and their badge, tried to shut him down. He mm-hmm. still never did. And he said, you know what? You guys came there and tried to shut my business down. I'll never saw the law enforcement or government again. And mm-hmm. he doesn't saw the law enforcement anymore. Yeah. Which was which is pretty cool. He made national right. news by doing that, actually. Yeah. So it would be, I think, um, and I was discussing this with a, with a friend, it would be great if we had some kind of alternative thing. So like you're saying, instead of Hornady, get ammo. If Instead of getting ammo from here, get it from here. Right. Instead of buying sneakers from this place, buy sneakers from this place. Mm -hmm. Look, I'd personally rather buy from Phoenix Ammunition, who kicked the Mm -hmm. cops out and said, you guys came with your guns and your badge and tried to ruin my livelihood. He won't sell to them. I'd rather give them my money, which, by Mm -hmm. the way, he had no mandates for jab, no face covering mandates, nothing in his shop. I feel Mm -hmm. more comfortable spending my money there rather than Hornady, personally. Yeah. No, I understand that. Um much smaller company though you know he's not gonna be able to keep up with the demands of the whole country or anything like that Mm -hmm. yeah um is hornady no hornady's not the biggest ammo maker right but they make i think like that's the name that you think of if you're thinking of high-end ammo probably they're in the top three we should say right Mm -hmm. who are the top ammo makers well you've got federal that's going to be way up there Mm-hmm. You've got Winchester, especially with their new, um, you know, government contracts in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Remington, but they've they've you know switched um, ownership. So yeah, you know, and then I put Hornady right in the tier below those guys. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Not as far as quality necessarily, just as far mm-hmm. as the volume of ammo they sell. The, yeah, the amount. Yeah, the amount that they're making. Hornady was probably up there with like being like a high end. Uh, like hunting, hunting ammo, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. So them backing off of it right now, not good enough for you. No, because, mm-hmm. look, I think it's good that the people spoke and that they're they're listening, but it's like, eh, you probably still meant what you said. You're just backtracking to retain some customers, in my humble opinion. That's what I mm-hmm. think is going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what? People need to think about stuff before they put it out there. So, <laughs> especially something that could make people like lose their job or freak mm-hmm. out, or like, that's a major deal for people. Um, and Mateo is saying that Hornady would not be considered premium an- ammo, good quality, but not premium. What's the premium ammos? 
Well, you've uh, got some. Uh, Mateo's actually quite the ammo aficionado guy. Oh, okay. There's going to be some higher end companies out there that yeah. might. Like, if you look at Norma, Norma has some pretty high end hunting ammo out there. Okay, I don't even you know. I never even heard that name. Okay. Yeah. HSM makes some premium. These are going to be companies that probably aren't in your big box stores as much mm-hmm. that are on the. It's kind of like the watches that you're into. You like some, you know, rather premium watches. You don't find those necessarily at Walmart or, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have to really be super into that to know, I guess, some of these things. Like, I'm not a big hunter. So I wouldn't know what's the creme de la creme. Uh, of uh, I'm waiting for Mateo to tell us the creme de la creme. Of uh, shout out to Clovertack in the meantime. Yes. He's oh yeah. I saw also Clovertack is out there. He says yo 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 my bro two a e d u here with Big Hank and of course all you crazy chat peeps. So there you go. Oh here Clover's we go. Clover's been so, a good friend of my channel and helped out a lot. I just want to give him an extra special shout out and thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. Awesome. There you go. Mateo says Black Hills. Gorilla, etc., etc. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Now, now stuff I can't are. afford, but it's <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, gorilla. So, gorilla ammo is like a high-end ammo, also. Right, that I didn't know. Gorilla uh, ammo is good stuff. Yeah, Black Hills. I've heard of of gorilla ammo and Black Hills. I didn't know like gorilla was one of the. Uh, the super high-end stuff. You gotta ask. You gotta ask. Otherwise, you don't find out. I see some other people saying Gorilla. Uh, John Doe says Norma, good ammo, was deal on it before COVID. Uh, and Clover says that Hornady has some primo line stuff, but you pay for it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. And Man Against the Masses says, I still don't think the OSHA rule will ever be activated. Um. Yeah. Well, here's Let's the see. problem with that man against the masses. You know, here's mm-hmm. the problem right now. So they just said we're gonna have this rule. All these companies are acting like it's there. It's not. Nobody can sue right now on it because it's not actually mm-hmm. out there. It's not. A, yeah. So we're gonna. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You. Yeah. Someone's got. It actually has to get out there so that it, it, someone could put it in court. So you just lose your job yeah. right now because your boss is pretending there's a rule that there's not, but you can't sue because there's not a rule? That's how insane this is. Yeah, companies need to wait until there's a rule. <laughs> yeah. And even then, yeah. they should stand up against that rule, in my opinion, even yeah. if there was one. Yeah. Um, I know. I I was in the barbershop, and when this conversation came up in the barbershop, guys were talking about... Remember it, when AIDS was a thing and there were people like, wait a second, do do I should I have to be forced to play with people who have AIDS? Remember? And they weren't going to they They didn't want to go down that road of starting to test everyone and do this and do that thing. Right. But that was back Magic in the day. <laughs> yeah. Magic was playing for the Lakers at that time. And there was a right. big controversy with that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so funny how these are different times. <laughs> well, now, yeah, now that we're in, we're in interesting times. I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see what other. I don't know if we've gotten. I don't know if we've gotten enough, enough out on that one yet. Uh, what other stuff do the people want to talk about, or do you want to get into here? I'm down. I'm down with that. With uh, 
with whatever. Listen, tonight is the last show for this week. Then I'm uh, there's going to be no more short shows this week because I'm getting on the road with the van and I'm driving out to Nevada for SEMA show. So nice. That's that's what I'm getting into. Are you into cars? Eh, I'm into working on my landscape trucks to keep them on the road. <laughs> oh, okay. You're only into landscaping. Well, I'm mainly only into guns as far as for fun. Right. And the other stuff I do to when make it, my living. When it comes to automobiles, only automobiles to facilitate landscapery. I, I did have, though. Look, this is, I'll tell you a real quick car story because I don't uh -huh. have any. Mm -hmm. 16 years old. I found a mint condition 1962 Dodge Dart, and it had come from West Virginia where they didn't salt the roads. This thing was so mint, it had like 40,000 miles. Little old lady and her husband bought it. Kids were grown. No one had even sat in the back seat of this car. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I had a brand a mint, like brand new 1962, and this would have been back in the mid-90s. Mm -hmm. All my friends were so jealous. Until all of a sudden, living in Michigan, it's like my dad's like, you can't take that car out. They salted the roads today. You can't ride around with six friends in there. The car's too mint. And my, my only classic car I ever had that should have been in a museum was my worst curse because I couldn't do 16-year-old stuff anywhere. with it. So you only took it out in the summertime? Dude, the car should have been in a museum. It was the most perfect car ever, right? And... My dad was smart in hindsight. He's like, you can't do that, son. You can't do that. And I'm like, no, but I want to go out and like pick up chicks. So oh. <laughs> got rid of that and just went right into like, I think it was an 89 Ford Thunderbird. Right. You know, you know what? Yeah. If places like Michigan, probably, I know New York for sure, you got to get a beater car. Having a nice new car or a nice car in general, even if it's a classic, I don't know if that makes any sense. Exactly. And it was the exact yeah. color of this shirt. I'm not even mm -hmm. kidding. My favorite, my baby blue color. It was. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was. Yeah. I mean, what it happened was a nice to it? What, where is it? Where is it now? Is it in a museum? Dude, you know what really sucked? So we sold it. So we sold it locally. And then mm -hmm. a friend of a friend who knew the guy that bought it, it was, it, it was only a few miles away. He's like, dude, did you hear what happened to your dart? I'm like, what's that? He was going like 110, wrapped it around a telephone bowl. It's totaled uh, scrap. Oh, man. So, yeah. Yeah, it would have been better off just staying in your garage and then you go out there every night and look at it and, you know, rub it down, right. and oil it up. <laughs> but I'm 16 and the girls were cute and I was playing yeah. my game and they were, you know, I, I couldn't. Then live your life. <laughs> you live your life and deal with it. <laughs> so back so then there was nothing. There's nothing to, there's nothing to, there was nothing back then to treat like some kind of undercoating or something. You just go out. No. No, we took it in down the road and oiled it up and everything. It was, you know, like old-fashioned. Like It was like some type mm -hmm. of heavy oil they sprayed underneath mm -hmm. it. But believe it or not, that actually turned me off to classic cars. I'm like, these things mm -hmm. are useless. They're stupid. They're not practical, if that mm -hmm. makes any sense. I don't yeah, know. no, I understand where you come. If you can't use it, it's just like, you know, it's teasing you. That's all it's doing. Um, if I had, to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Aries Training Facility out there. I see Aries Training Facility. He said, yes, we love cars and guns. Uh, I know that's true. Um, oh, if, if I lived down south, heck yeah, I was just in Georgia and South Carolina. I'd see these cars from the 80s. I love that style of car and truck, you know, these squared off pickup trucks, no rust on the fender wells. Mm -hmm. So, heck yeah, in the south, I'd be all over it. Yeah. 
Um, so let me see here. Someone, oh, TPC Cook says, if it isn't baby blue Soviet block, he isn't interested. <laughs> well, this was Mopar, but it was baby blue. <laughs> so what is the Soviet cars again? Oh, man, a Lada. If it's a baby blue Lada, you're all in, right? I'm into Soviet guns, not their cars. <laughs> I need to get one of those Yugo cars, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Edward Andrews says Hornady makes some uh, outstanding precision ammo. Uh, and Clovertax says, I've been really digging on some of the performance sedans from Kia lately. Laugh if you want, but they're pretty wicked sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think Kia, Kia stepped their game up a while ago, like Kia, Hyundai, slash Hyundai, you know. If yeah, you... isn't that what our friend Flying Rich is driving around? Is, is, that, is that a Hyundai or a Kia? Uh, I think Rich is a Hyundai. I want to say he's in a Hyundai. He, if he's out there, he'll tell us. I think he and has Trump's a Trump's got Hyundai. something like that, too. Well, uh, no, so Rich, I guess it's Hyundai, but it's, he has the Genesis Coupe, which That's is Hyundai. Is. Yeah. He has the Genesis Coupe, so um, listen. You know they're they're doing they're making good cars. I think I said this last night. The car that is like killing all other cars is the Tesla Plaid. Okay, that's killing all cars. It's the fastest car ever. Okay, fastest car ever. Immediate speed. Everyone that's trying to drag race that car is losing. You know. Uh, for the money relative, it's like about one hundred and thirty thousand dollars for that car. Okay. But but it's beating quarter of a million, half a million, million dollar cars in speed. Wow. So, wow, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, the zero to sixty is one point nine seconds. Yeah, electric motor doesn't have a conventional transmission. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know. And actually, I know, like, Aries is saying, uh, you know, come down and see it. Aries, so, Aries, so, Trey from Aries, um, his brother has, uh, he ha his brother has that Tesla Plaid, and I've been telling him I'm going to come out there and drive it, uh, when I ap actually happen to stay in town. So, that's going to happen. Wait a minute, I thought Aries has a Yugo. Read his chat up there. He says, Yugo, car, and guns. I thought yeah, he was driving around a little Yugo. Trey, you're driving? No. So far as I know, Trey drives pickup trucks. He says he's driving a Yugo car. And he is a pick. Tra Trey is a pickup driving country boy. <laughs> I don't even know where that's coming from. <laughs> he's messing with me, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Rudy Finney gave us some money here. What did money, he say? money, 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 money. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy. Rudy says, you mean the fastest battery ever made. <laughs> What's up, Rudy? <laughs> okay. You know, Pretty I mean, much. that's true. Yeah, technically. It's just technically a fast go-kart, a <laughs> golf cart or something it's, like that. <laughs> it's a fast rolling battery. <laughs> yeah. Um, you Listen, I, re I grew up in the 80s, so I remember when, it, so a Yugo was never, in my opinion, a cool car. But I remember when that was the car that you that some people that was their first car, Yugo. So your first oh, yeah, car Yugo that you Metro. get to roll around and you get to roll around in a car and actually pick up the honeys, hey, it's good, you know, good to go. 
Oh yeah. My first car was a uh, uh, my first car was a Honda Prelude, 1985 Honda Prelude. You know, stick nice. shift. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, missed that car. You know, I'm a I like coupes. I've had some sedans, but I'm not really a, a fan of like a, a four door uh, thing. And Man Against the Masses says Yugo Station Wagon is called the We All Go. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeez. there you go. All right. Okay. Let's see. Okay. What else will we? Oh, sh so listen. What do you think about Shot Show? You ever been to Shot Show uh, Two Way Edu? I have not. No. So oh. do you? Is Shot Show a thing that you want to go to, or? In theory, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's usually all the way across the country from me. It seems like. Right. Okay. Would you go out there though? Would you? Would you go to a Shot Show? I probably yes, I probably would go, assuming okay. they don't have all these goofy restrictions. Like I don't know if I'd go in this day and age, right this second. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see here. Heather Stroop says, uh, "Have the Hyundai Veloster Turbo and love it." And JJ Rainey, once you get these guys started on cars, you can't actually stop them. It's not I me. Know. I'm not bringing up cars. That's these guys. Uh, <laughs> JJ Rainey says, "Dude, I drove a Yugo in high school, and that thing was awesome on gas." Oh yeah. Mm. That's true. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, uh, so how how is gas in Michigan? I should have asked you that. Speaking of cars, how's gas out there right now? Right by my shop, it's like three thirty nine for eighty seven. By my house, it's three nineteen, and there's about mm -hmm. an hour difference. So, okay, something like that. So is that is that like a pain point for you? Like, where does it get really? Where does the point of the uh, the price of gas affect what you do? Oh, it's there right now. When it was two bucks a gallon, okay. that was doable. But mm -hmm. three, three plus, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. I, I burn lots of gas all over the place. If the trucks a gas guzzler, the mower, mm -hmm. thirty-five mm -hmm. horsepower lawnmower, it guzzles mm -hmm. gas. Okay. Yeah. So, so have you have you considered getting some electric, uh, like an electric zero turn? They don't have that technology right now. That's actually no. doable okay not, not not with the productivity mine has i have like the electric blower mm -hmm. the makita and mm -hmm. i have some smaller electric tools that work really good though yeah but you're saying like for like the in the zero turn category which is my opinion like an industrial uh industrial lawn mowing device i mean short of you getting like a big tractor i don't know if you do that you know, some people have the big tractors for doing that stuff. It's a, z a zero turn is what everyone goes to, right? That's what I'm using because, yeah, I don't really do much of the toe-behind brush hog type stuff. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. look, they're just now, like, we're right on the precipice of it because they have, they have some commercial zero turns that are just starting to enter the market that are battery electric. But they're kind of like, that'd be like the equivalency of like a low 20 horsepower machine. I'm at 35 okay. horse. So I'm kind of on the upper end of horsepower for a lawnmower. And they okay. haven't gotten to that equivalency yet. Okay. Someone needs to uh, someone needs to take a Tesla motor and put it in a zero turn. <laughs> That'll oh, be they, like they, they a thousand horsepower zero turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see you. I see you in that first 2.8 EDU. <laughs> I'll have to switch to a lawn mowing channel. Uh, yeah. yeah. Get some sponsorship. That'll be awesome. That's be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 
I'll see if I see any. Uh, this this a lot of electric things are coming along. I think electric is great for uh, bikes, mini bikes, scooters, and stuff like that. You know, so. Uh, um, armament and axes. I am in southeastern Michigan, um, not too far from Toledo, Ohio. If you're talking Ohio, so. Mm hmm. Okay, he wants to know what part uh, where you're at. So, right now, uh, Futz Fork Eight says I use zero turn goat. I have a couple pet goats in my backyard, and they do keep yeah. the grass trimmed. Yeah. Have you ever considered, um, you know, there's people who have goats like as a business. So if someone needs to get their grass cut. You yeah. take a whole bunch of goats and drop them off over there, you know, and then they do the business. You come back and round them up. That's an awesome business. I haven't. We've just got two. Mm -hmm. They're little pygmy goats. So probably wouldn't be too productive. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah, that's an awesome idea. Look, we had goats. We had goats for uh, cutting the grass. Oh, man. Okay, you get the convenience. You don't have to cut the grass, but the goats create other problems. They have their good points and their bad points. Okay? Oh, this yeah. They're, they're, they're nice the animals, though. Yeah. So, um, and then now, guess what's another byproduct of having goats? Now, Free I can't manure. eat... No, I can't eat goat meat anymore. No. I used to, no, I used to be able to do it. Now I can't do it anymore. You know, so yeah, yeah. And TPC Cook says two A EDU has goat videos that involve him too. We used to have our goats in videos, and then Lola Lola just one day got tired of the goats and sold them all. You know. Yeah, there's um, no there's no videos like that. Yeah. So, um, uh, Ron Wayne says he's going to ship you a llama for your yard. So, <laughs> are you, are, Shout wait, out are to you, John Wayne. do you have llamas also? <laughs> well, my little mascot for my channel is, um, Islami, my stuffed llama. Oh, there you and go. And Ron Wayne's wife, Misty, made some of these for the channel. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, now you got to get a llama, man. <laughs> I don't know if llamas are good for. I don't know if llamas are good for cutting grass or whatever. Listen, goats. Goats are a lot of trouble. I'm just gonna tell you. You you better know something about goats, okay? Uh, you better have lots of patience if you're gonna get goats. Nah, that's, they're good. That's what I'm. You have two. Oh yeah. Two Not little baby goats, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How often are you taking those goats heads out of the fence? How often Never are they really. running away? Not in a few years. Yeah. How much of your stuff are they tearing up out there? Oh, I know. They tear <laughs> up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know everything you're saying. Yeah, man. Goats are, you know. I know. And uh and like we had a couple of really big male goats. Those Male goats are super rapey. <laughs> <laughs> so trust me. Listen, I know the whole goat situation very, very well. Yeah. You know? 
So <laughs> but I'll just stick with the lawnmower. It's a lot less stressful, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's just way better, way better technology. Um, all right. So SHOT Show, here's the thing. What do you think? Since we've got you here, SHOT Show, do you think it's happening? Do you think it's not happening? I don't have any inside knowledge, but I'm not sure it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I know that's not a good answer, but I'm going to lean more towards probably not. What do you think? I'm leaning towards not. Um, so, you know, I think that... Uh, so there's a ma there's definitely a mask mandate, like you were mentioning earlier, you know, that you're not going to want to go. And Vegas has a mask mandate. I'm about to go there, but... And I haven't been to Vegas in a while uh, since this whole COVID thing kicked off. So I think the last time I was in Vegas was November of... What are we? 2021? So probably November of 2019. And there wasn't a mask mandate at that time, obviously. Um, you know... But there is now. If you supposedly, if you're not in your hotel room, they yeah. want you wearing a mask. So um, I don't. I I don't know. I'm not even sure how that's going to be for SEMA show. But I already made plans to go to SEMA show, and uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna go out there and see how it is. But if it's really bad, I'm not going back to Vegas again. That's how I. Yeah, I had. I had a couple friends that just went, and hopefully this doesn't happen to you, but they mm -hmm. were just getting harassed and nitpicked. Like, they were trying to do mm -hmm. the whole, I'm currently drinking, and just drink real slowly, mm -hmm. and kind of, and they said, no, hurry up and drink and get it back on. Like, they wouldn't even let them like, drink <laughs> and eat the, at their own who, pace. So they had mask Nazis? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, where was this? Were, was this in the airport, or...? No, this was at one of the big like hotel casinos. I can't remember the exact uh, one, but they okay. they had a few stories though, kind of just all over the place. Mm -hmm. Same kind of story, just people following you around and yelling at you and kicking you out and all that. Oh wow, yeah. Um, these casinos are crazy, man. Uh, Jackie April says, "My guess it goes virtual from now on, much less cost to manufacturers." I agree with that. We have the tech. We have the technology. We can rebuild it, <laughs> you know, to, to steal an old line from an old TV show. Um, but, yeah, I think, look, I'm going to tell you, the last time I went to SHOT Show, you know, there was obviously, there were some shootings in Vegas that kicked off a whole bunch of problems, right? Including the whole bump stock thing. So the last time I went to SHOT Show, there one of the companies was having some kind of event in a hotel away from the convention center. So we decided we were going to go. And this is one of those hotels where the stuff happened or the you know. So we went into the hotel. I had a backpack, Lola had a backpack. Lola's backpack was gray, my backpack was black, okay? There was secure there were armed security guards in the hotel that stopped us because they wanted to search my my backpack. So I was like, well, and I kind of saw them doing this with some other people, but I was like, I, I didn't think about it until I got up there. And I was like, why, why you want to search my backpack? And the guy said, because it's, we know it's SHOT Show. And if we, we have instructions that if we see anyone walking around with a black backpack, we should search it. Great. 
If you have a red backpack or a gray backpack, a blue backpack, white backpack, it's all good. Black backpack, no good. Seriously, that's what these guys were telling me. <laughs> because it was shot show. Now. Yeah, because it was shot show. <laughs> and so all these crazy I, gun people with their black backpack coming into town. Yeah, that's what they told them to search anyone that had a black backpack. So I was like, yeah, you can't search my... So they didn't let me in. I just... I was like, yeah, I'm not going to let you... That's a stupid rule. You know, I don't know where the hell that came from, and I'm not going to comply with that. And I just left, you know? Yeah. So, um, I hope they don't harass you too much coming up here for SEMA. It's just... It could ruin your whole trip if they're It's so stupid. So, so what they're saying... Well, I was there for SEMA before that, and I had the same black backpack. And no one was yeah. worried about it. But SHOT Show guys are around. <laughs> I yeah. think that I think that we should not have SHOT Show in Vegas, for sure. It just shouldn't. It just shouldn't be there. They're um they're just messed up, so Yeah, go to a freedom loving area, you know? Mm-hmm. That's where we yeah. need to speak with our dollars. If the gun community is all about personal rights and liberties and freedoms, why why cram everybody into a place where they're gonna be that, you know, discriminatory? That's just yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um Man Against the Masses say black backpack. Say it three times fast. Black backpack. Black backpack. Black backpack. <laughs> Sounds like you're going, ack, 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 ack. Uh, I'm not Lola falling say, for that. Yeah, Lola <laughs> Lola says, Yes, Hank's black backpack was a no go. Well yeah. I wonder if anyone else was in was at in Vegas at that time and went through that nonsense. But they were doing it. They were doing it. Yeah. They yeah, were that's... they were there were people who were in the booths at Shot Show because I was complaining and there was some other folks that were like, "Yeah, we we're staying in that hotel and every time we go in and out, if you have a black backpack, they stop you and you have to show it." And I was like, "This this just this is the stupidest most retarded thing I've ever heard. If you are in a green backpack, you're safe. <laughs> right. Put right. a machine gun in a green backpack and go in there. Nothing. No one is searching you. <laughs> it was so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. No, but uh, I might, I'd like to go to a shot show eventually. I haven't really had a way to go in the past and i'm mm -hmm. kind of relatively new to this whole mm -hmm. gun tuber thing so mm -hmm. i guess i've never really been invited or had the chance kind of thing um i don't think you, you know it's a, so are you waiting for the invite i don't think people invite you, you well i'm kind of working on it i'm working on becoming a member of poma which will then i know you have to have some type of press credentials or something well there. yeah if you so if you want to go to shot show what you do is you go to the nssf site and you there's a there's directions there to get media credentials and okay. when you go through all that they just ask you for your like typically they want to see your website or your blog or your youtube channel or instagram or whatever it is yeah to see that you're legit uh media so that's you know you just go through that process and, um, you know, and that's pretty much how you get it. So, uh, okay, cool. 
Yeah. So traditionally, SHOT Show is for the the manufacturers, distributors, uh, shop owners, that kind of a thing. And then obviously there's media there. But, you know, over the last years, uh, the media side of people going there has, has grown and there's a lot of media folks that go there from our side. I don't know. I'm sure there are actually like traditional news media and everything that go there. But, you know, I... Who cares about those guys, right? Who cares about CNN and SHOT Show? <laughs> yeah, the fake news? No. Right. Uh, Man Against the Masses says, Dora the Explorer backpack. Yeah. Get right through security with that. Yeah. If, let me tell you, if, if I go back to SHOT Show next year, and they have that, stu I'm definitely not rocking with a black backpack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I, I probably will go buy a Dora the Explorer backpack and put all my machine gun, my dangerous, since I'm a dangerous gun guy walking around Vegas. <laughs> right. I'll just put it in my Dora backpack and everyone will be safe and sound. Nothing will, nothing will go wrong. <laughs> now, I don't yeah. know. Um, I, I won't be able to go this year probably no matter what mm -hmm. anyway, so it'll give me time yeah. to see what's going on next year because... I was already lucky enough to get to go down south to the IV-8888 twice this year. Okay, tell us about that. How was that? Dude, that was awesome. We did it in May. Then we just did it again about three and a half weeks ago. And mm -hmm. I went down there with my friend um, Chris from Marksman TV, my friend Frank, and then met a bunch of other fellow YouTube friends down there. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty freedom-loving type event. Like, you know what it is, mm -hmm. Frank. You get on, or Hank, rather. You mm -hmm. get on there, and mm -hmm. they start yeah, I was at, I was at the one in May. I was at the one in May with you. That's where we Oh yeah. We actually met in person there. I didn't make this last one, yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's just, it's just all freedom there. There's no mandates for anything, just mm -hmm. gun safety to the max. Other than that, just blasting mm -hmm. as many rounds as you can and meeting mm -hmm. different people in the industry, meeting different fellow gun tuber friends. It's, it's a nice event. Yeah, I prefer the small events like that, even to SHOT Show, to be honest with you. Yeah, and this last one I went to was really special, and I'd like to thank you publicly for introducing me to Josiah with Palmetto State Armory. Okay, you're, you're welcome. I mean, you know, um, I, I'm glad that you, you guys uh, were able to link up. What did you do over at, uh, at Palmetto State Armory? Dude, I know my viewers are waiting, guys. When I got back, I was swamped, mm -hmm. and then I got sick, and now I'm feeling good, so videos will be coming soon. I got to mm -hmm. get at that out there. So, mm -hmm. dude, like, literally, it started off, Josiah's like, dude, you're friends with Hank? You're friends with me? What's up? We talked. We kind of met. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know Josiah's what? Josiah's a good dude, man. That's one of my buddies. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah, he is, dude. Like, mm -hmm. dude, even if he, did, even if he wasn't with Palmetto... I would still just like to be friends with the guy. Like, yeah, he's yeah, that we, awesome of a yeah. Dude. Josiah is a good guy. Yeah, whenever we talk, we talk for hours sometimes. Oh, yeah, dude, awesome! Yeah. So mm -hmm. basically, I don't know, man. I can go into as much detail as the viewers want or not, but so yeah. we hooked so up. So when, when did you down. when did you go there? I went there the day before the Iraq veteran event. Oh, cool! Okay, and we started off at their little corporate headquarters there. And then mm -hmm. he just took me around. Like, I literally went behind the scenes and saw almost everything. Like, watched okay. them. I'll show you guys something real quick here that I have sitting yeah. here. What did you, uh, 
What did you think about, uh, you know, PSA for such a little tiny ass company? You know, they're basically Jeez. just one little tiny. <laughs> That's what I'm I thought. <laughs> That's what I used to think. No, it's nothing like that. No, I'm pretty sure it was just a shack. <laughs> no, so I'm, I, sure, I'm sure it's just a shack with some dudes with chisels chiseling out uh, lowers. No, no, that's not what happened. No, that's not what happened. He took me to like four different places, and then explained that some of the the other one was like four hours away, and then there was locations in Minnesota and Florida, and so mm -hmm. I was in Columbia, South Carolina, which is where their headquarters is and some of their main facilities, right? Mm -hmm. And we started off with, I went into their machine shop, okay, mm -hmm. and literally watched them. For example, there was a cart full of these AR upper forgings, and mm -hmm. I got a couple of souvenirs. Oh, look at that. Oh. By some people. oh, yeah, that looks like, I see Such, I see, is that Eric, uh, IV8888 signed on that That's one? Eric. This is Chris yeah. from Marksman TV. Yep. And this is going oh. to be given away on my channel soon. I got this for the people. Yeah, and know. by the way, for the YouTube overlords uh, watching, you know. Um, this isn't even a part. This is literally a forging. Yeah. So this is just yeah. a, literally a chunk of metal, a forging of steel, of aluminum rather, mm -hmm. right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Hank, if you didn't want me to show that, but it is a foraging sign. No, 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 no. For the YouTube, for the for the YouTube people that are, uh, no, we have someone, we have someone spamming us in the chat. I accidentally, I, I went to ban them and I accidentally put it up there for a quick second. That's why. No, just for the YouTube overlords watching, you could show that. That is not a firearm or anything like that. It's just a hunk of hunk of metal. You and it's not it. even a part to a firearm. So yeah, I literally a, got to watch It's a paperweight, the, yeah. Exactly. And this is something people also don't realize about Palmetto that I never knew. They're not just buying these uppers and lowers and all this from, like, some company in China and bringing it in, like people say. No. They literally mm -hmm. have their own forge. They make this. It's a foraging. And I, with my own eyes, and I'm going to have some video footage of it, watch them literally milling these out from start to finish. So mm -hmm. they're actually, like, creating this stuff from natural resources all mm -hmm. the way into the finished product. Yeah, they go through, I don't know, did they tell you the stats of how much uh, freaking aluminum and, and, and steel and all kinds of crap? Like, they consume a lot of materials, man. They're making a lot of stuff. Yes, they do, and I know I know. on this particular item, this is really heavy right now, guys, believe it or mm -hmm. not. 70% of this goes into scrap filings before you have your finished product. Mm-hmm. So seventy yeah. percent waste, if you will, to make this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They there's a lot of material that comes out of there. I don't think people realize exactly how big PSA is, and I think PSA is probably one of the biggest manufacturers in the country. It's definitely it's definitely in the top three of manufacturers. So. Dude, they're huge. So I went to the machine shop, watched that. I also have mm -hmm. footage of AK parts, which they're quickly mm -hmm. becoming one of the most prominent AK makers. Same mm -hmm. thing, watching them do rear sight bases and gas blocks. They just start off as a foraging. Mm -hmm. CNC machine does all of its programmed magic, cutting all the parts out. Literally, yeah. they're manufacturing there, not just assembling. I wanted, to, I just wanted to kind of let people know that. Way yeah. Different than oh, yeah. Thought. 
Man Against the Masses says, which is better, forged or billet? And uh, I'll let you answer that. What do you think? Do you have a preference on that? Uh, forged or billet? What's your preference? Look, I'm fine with either. There is some people that will tell you that a billet's better. A lot of times you'll find like a match set, right? Where it's the lower and upper that are billet and they're, they're matched with each other. Mm-hmm. If you want a super premium AR and you can afford that, that's a good option. Mm-hmm. However, with Palmetto, look, forgings are still, this is still like totally industry standard. This is not mm-hmm. like a crappy way to do it. Mm-hmm. And their business model is literally this. I'm not going to give out the numbers, but they're happy with a very, very low profit margin. They're still growing their business that way, but they just mm-hmm. literally want an AR-15 or an AK into as many people's hands as possible to try to make it just impossible to ban them all. That's what I was mm-hmm. told their philosophy is. Okay, so a couple of things going on here. Let's get this up from uh, John Crump Live. Money, 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 money. Money. John Crump says stamped. <laughs> um, well, with yeah. an AK, the Palmetto makes stamped receivers, so there you yeah, go I with think, those. Uh, do they do forge stuff? I think so, yeah. Don't they... Don't they uh... Well, the... They don't have any milled AK receivers, but okay. you'll have the stamped receiver, but then all of their parts, like their trunnions and that, are forged parts. They're all, yeah. they're both, they're carrier, all of them. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, so they haven't done... Yeah. So here's the thing, like it's where you're at, traditionalist, or you want it to be lightweight, or whatever. When people ask me this question about stuff, I'm always like, there's no right or wrong answer to that. It's what you want, what you're looking for. You know, and you have to explore that. Like my um, favorite AK build right now is is milled. So, you know, but I, I, I understand like I people stamped. like snapped. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then uh, let's see here. Uh, you know, what is this? Oh, Jackie April says, "Why hasn't PSA told anyone they own Toolcraft?" I don't get it. Um, Good they never question. told me they owned them. As far as I'm concerned, they don't. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I just don't, um, don't know. If you want, like, look, I think there's here's gonna. This is gonna be my answer to you about this, to folks out there. There's lots of companies that own other companies that they don't talk about for whatever their reasons are. That's on them. <laughs> that's that's not going to stop people from knowing what the truth is or what's going on or whatever. But I don't think that when companies do that, they're trying to be nefarious about that. I think they, they've got some reason, which I don't know. I mean... Um, I, I can kind of give I, you guys... A, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I can kind of give you an example. It's not the exact same thing. So I'm going to have mm-hmm. several videos showing you guys probably as much behind the same stuff as you're going to see at Palmetto, mm-hmm. okay? Tons of footage to edit. However, I had to sign an NDA before I went in there. And that's not Mm. because Palmetto is hiding stuff from the people. I'm going to show you guys a ton. It's because there's certain, let's say, jigs and fixtures Mm -hmm. that are trade secrets that they don't want Mm -hmm. the competition to find out about. It's nothing to do with the people. So we have to sign NDAs when we go in there that we can't just, like, sneak our camera to a a top-secret jig that they spent a million dollars creating and then blast it out or whatever mm-hmm. to their competitor so there's a lot of that too that goes on behind the scenes right i think i think so i think you're right i think there's proprietary 
um, secrets and things like that. I don't know if this question that Jackie brings up falls into the category of that. Um, you know, there, I think that there's just reasons is the best thing I could say to you that there's reasons why companies don't want to reveal some things. I don't think it's necessarily nefarious. Um, it's just it's just what it is. And it doesn't stop people from knowing what the truth is. Is that company maybe going to come out there and go publicly, we own this, we own this, we own that? You know, There's, there's always reasons. I, I'll give you guys an example of reasons. Recently, when you, you mentioned um, uh, Freedom Group breaking up, right? Remember? That they're yeah. broken up and um, what was it? Remington Ammunition uh, was sold off here. This piece of Freedom Group got sold there, got sold to different companies. There are companies that bought into some of the companies that were broken up and split or split out of Freedom Group. There's companies that bought those companies and then put them in their own separate bucket. Now, why did they yep. do? And if you ask them, if you say to them, well, we, we heard you guys own blah, blah, blah. They go, no, we don't. That's its own separate company. There's a legal reason for that, right? Because the folks out there who hate guns and hate gun companies are going to go after these companies so legally, right? They're going to try to sue them and do all this stuff. And therefore, those companies doing that are protecting themselves from that those lawsuits spreading in but at the same time they're saving parts of these companies that we all want saved so i i won't get mad at them about it if i if i say oh well you guys owe so, such and they're like no we don't own that <laughs> okay because Look, guys, it's true <laughs> i get it yeah well something that might be news to some of the viewers but it's not a secret so i can talk about it actually palmetto State Armory mm -hmm. isn't even the mm -hmm. parent company at all. When I went to the headquarters, it's actually not Palmetto. There's one group that owns Palmetto State Armory and many different businesses, quite frankly. Yeah. And you guys can look up their address and you can go there. It's a real place in Columbia, South Carolina. But for somebody to say Palmetto owns Toolcraft, it's kind of impossible because Palmetto isn't even the main company. Palmetto's owned by the holdings company as well, right? Yeah. So it seems like Jackie here, and I'm not. I'm not trying to beat up on Jackie either. By the way, I'm just having. I'm well, just I'm not like either. this is. I don't. Yeah, this is how I am. Just bringing up something that people have brought up before. Jackie says I've had issues with Toolcraft bolts, so I do care. Um, I get that. Yeah, and what I would do is take those issues directly to Toolcraft, um, because if there's still a company out there called Toolcraft, and you've had issues with their bolts, and I say. That's a yeah. issue that needs to go directly to them, and they should own up to that. And I don't know if, um, you know, I don't know if it matters in the case of solving those issues, right? So I'm not, I'm not taking any sides there. I'm just saying, if there's oh, issues with with something that Toolcraft makes, then and Toolcraft is still out there as as a company, and they make stuff, and there's issues with it, then, you know. I would, I would, if you know that, then stay away from Toolcraft stuff. <laughs> yeah, so John you know, Crump. Or, or, deal, or deal with them on that. Uh -huh. Yeah, John Crump's alluding. This is all public information. JJE Capital yeah. is, mm -hmm. is the actual company that owns Palmetto and other companies, right? So, mm -hmm. and, and, and they look, have a like, lot of I'm stuff. I'm not picking they, on you either. No, they have a. <laughs> um, they have well, I'm a, not picking they, on Jackie. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. Uh, no, no. 
that none of that's that's not uh you know um that's not going on here i i get it i get it i understand where it's coming from yeah jje capital is the parent company of psa and there's a whole there's a whole corporate structure thing going on there and there's a reason why these things get structured like that the biggest reason is usual usually legal reasons you know um but it's just i'm just trying to say to you that that's not necessarily something that um you know that we could fight about or do anything about with these companies they have to structure the companies the way that the lawyers and whoever else involved in corporate management structures the companies. I think if you make bad stuff or you do like like how we're talking about Hornady, right? If Hornady is it, it owns other companies under, you know, the same kind of thing, you know, they own stuff. I get it. Right? And if you figure that out and you put it and you put it out there as the public, there's no I've got no issue with that. But for the reason why a lot of companies are doing that behind the scenes is just mostly starts with legal stuff. It does. You know? And it's stuff that I'll never truly understand because I'm not a lawyer. But mm -hmm. I will tell you guys this about Palmetto. A couple things, actually. OK, for, I'll tell you guys more about the trip in a second. But let me talk mm -hmm. about their warranty. Yeah. Josiah knows this. They all know this. When they first started mm -hmm. making the AK, it wasn't really that good. And I have one of their very first generation AKs that they ever made. It was within a month of them coming out. Mm -hmm. I have issues with it. And not because I'm 2A EDU, but literally, I just got done. And they have lifetime warranty on these Palmetto firearms, guys. I'm, gonna, I'm in the process of getting a shipping label to send back an AK I bought from them like six years ago, almost seven years ago-ish, something like that. I have to look at the date. It's been so long ago. And they're going to take it back, and they're going to repair what's wrong with it. And if they can't repair it, replace it, which I thought was pretty cool, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, uh, you know, that's where the way companies should be. They should stand behind the stuff that they make, regardless of whether we like them or not, you know? And, and and I think typically most companies do that. If they don't, it's going to get out there, and then we're going to talk about it. Like, hey, this stuff they make, these people are making is horrible. There's always problems with it. You know, everyone's going to. You can't hide that, right? It's going it, to. Yeah, here's are, something else about. Mm -hmm. Well, here's something else about Palmetto. You guys are going to see this on my channel. I'm literally going to prove it. And by the way, if you guys can't tell, I love Palmetto. Everyone there was so nice. Like I just like the. The regular workers, people like me doing the manual labor in life, all the way up to the top of the company, nicest people ever. And they were so transparent. You guys are going to see, like, their warehouse from me. You're going to see the bins of ammo, parts. You're literally going to see an AK getting built. I might have to blur out a little bit of, like, the jig they're using. But they were, like, 100% transparent with me and the viewers. And check this out. You guys can actually get a hold of Palmetto as just a customer, and you can schedule a tour. They won't let you record unless you're a member of the media, so there'll be a little difference there. But they will actually walk just a regular old customer through their facilities upon request, which is, like, completely unheard of. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, I always uh, think it's a, it's a good thing when, uh, when companies do that, right? 
Um, there's there's a few companies out there that will let you come and check them out. Okay, so listen, John Crump says uh, like Black Swan Media owning two A Edu and others. So, uh, but I know we I know he says that jokingly because he doesn't own anybody. Not own, but he is considered management. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, is it too late? I mean, can you get me out of the contract? Thanks. No, you're good. You're good. I mean, John... I, I signed on the dotted line already. Uh, no, John is good, man. John is good. You're you're in you're in good hands. You're in good hands. Right. You know. Right. Uh, you know, he's just a he you know, he's a little taller version of Doctor Evil, but you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll bring you with me gonna, okay, next time. He's gonna, to make he's gonna put all the money towards putting <laughs> laser beams on uh, on dolphins or something like that. But it's totally okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, I think that there's no mechanical thing that gets made. That's per there's not there's nothing that gets made that's perfect, man. You know, is no, there? No, there's gonna, there's gonna, something, some companies are worse than other companies are making stuff. For sure, there's companies out there that make mostly crap. Yes, there are. There's some yeah. companies I just don't do business with anymore. We get it. They're, they're out there. Yeah, they're out there. The, a good company, though, can still make bad things. It really comes down to do they stand uh, behind their stuff, so. You know. Dude, I met Cameron, the production manager there, hung out with Josiah, who mm -hmm. is one of the original brothers of the company, his brother Jamin, like, these guys, like, actually walk around the floor and, like, pick mm -hmm. up parts and look at them. It's a pretty, mm -hmm. it's a huge company, but the owner isn't, like, on a yacht. The owner's, like, literally having a meeting in his office every day, going over everything with the partners. Then the owner is, like, maybe at this shop, that shop, walking around amongst the people, like... Is that what you've noticed too with them? Um, for for the most part, you probably wouldn't even notice the uh, uh, Jamin somewhere if you didn't know, you know, who he is. And what, what exactly, he looks these like. people don't look like management. Would. They're just regular. No, um, I know Jamin. Jamin is just a regular dude. Um, you know, uh, the genuine gun guys. Most of the people who work at, um, if not all of them, that work. Uh, at PSA are gun folks, you know, like actual gun people who enjoy what they're doing and love shooting, love owning guns, love the Second Amendment, all that kind of stuff, including Jamin. So, I mean, that's the formula that I'm always looking for, for these people to really be in it and be passionate about it and really believe in it. Um, that's a big thing. You know, I'm always telling people that if you look at some of the older companies in the in the gun world, in the gun industry, the older ones, the, the people who originally founded those companies 50 years ago or 100 years ago, or whatever it was, those folks were gun people, right? And they believed in this thing. But then their kids came along and maybe their grandkids came along or third generation, whatever. And they, they don't care. They're just in it for the money. They don't care if they burn the business down to the ground. They don't care if the Second Amendment goes away. They'll just wrap up and go on and do something else because they came into it from the money side and they don't see the whole struggle or understand that um and that's worse to me right i appreciate the, the folks whether it's a new company or an old company there are old companies that the kids are running the company and they do care about the second amendment 
you know, and that well, we kind of stuff him. matters. Uh, Brownells is like that, you know. Pete Brownells cares about the Second Amendment, and uh, so do all the folks at Brownells, and I appreciate that. And that's a that's an eighty something year old company. Exactly, and then there's Brownells is a great example. There's another company mm. that was not so good at a certain point in the '90s, and said we only need a ten round magazine, and that was Bill Ruger. Well, yeah, Mr. Ruger passed away. The kids and the next generation took over. Immediately, they started making AR-15s, the mm -hmm. 25 round BX-25, 1022 mags. So that's mm -hmm. something where the kids might have been more pro-gun than their old man, you know? Which is good. <laughs> we'll take awesome. it. Awesome. <laughs> we'll take it when it happens that way. Yeah, we'll take it. And good stuff is happening with Ruger. I think, uh, what, what company was it that Ruger bought out of the uh, Freedom thing? Marlin. Uh, Marlin, yeah. Good news. Right. Yeah, I, I, I hope to see good yeah. stuff coming out of that. Yeah. Somebody uh, else bought bought DPMS just to let you guys know. So their <laughs> ARs are back, and there's a DPMS AK out now too that I've seen. Just to let you guys know, another freedom yes. group company. Uh, yes, I think Walter was talking about um, um, AK Operators Union testing that AK yesterday. I think he. And AK, I know I who made it. I just have to ask them if that was part of the NDA or not. But I have yeah. to figure out. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think Walter said there were some problems with that. Jackie wants to know: Does the dude that looks like Ben Affleck still work there? I don't know. I, I don't remember a dude. Oh, I think his name is Dale. Maybe he's. Oh, so he's been here. I don't know if Dale still works at PSA or not. This is a good question, but I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes people move in and out of these companies. I know who you're talking about with Dale, and I'm not sure that maybe he doesn't. Um, the last time I had them on, I don't think that's who came on to talk about the dagger. So th that's something we would have to look into. But I don't remember Dale looking like Ben Affleck. <laughs> Dude, you walk in that Dude. warehouse where they're like packaging everything up. Mm -hmm. Insane. There's just hundreds of people. They're like busy little ants just pushing their carts, loading them up, packing, semi-trucks, loading dock. Like, yeah, it's bigger than what people would think. <laughs> Yeah, uh, LB really? Louis Cypher's got like some, some. You said don't get him started on uh, on uh, Ruger. What's up? Who are you pointing to? What comment? Pull, pull Ronnie Thompson back up. This is cool as Ronnie heck. Thompson. Him and his okay. Dad. Yeah. Okay. Him and his mm -hmm. dad were the ones that were like, dude, we want you to go to Palmetto, you know. And these guys are mm -hmm. from South Carolina. Well, okay, in the cool. meantime, me and you talked. You made the mm -hmm. introduction, and mm -hmm. I actually got to meet Ronnie and his dad, Roger, both in the parking lot at their flagship oh, retail sweet. store after the tour you know awesome sweet that's cool so that was really yeah. nice yeah um and and that's the cool thing about you know a company like palmetto state armory they're open to that they have a lot of stores they're putting up stores there's a there's a quite a few stores that they have in south carolina um you know i'd like to see some stores uh, show up maybe in florida it would be nice yeah. They said they have something down there. I don't know to uh, what extent. There's a factory in Florida. I went to visit it. There's a factory. Okay, here. cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying they need to put some stores up in here. <laughs> Wait, we should both email Josiah tonight. Put stores in Florida and Michigan. I want my, I want my own personal PSA store. Put one in Gainesville. I don't know. Gainesville. Gainesville is kind of a hippie town. But I will forget. Oh, I will take it, though. I will take it. Yeah, I don't live in Gainesville. I live outside of Gainesville. Uh, right. The Hacienda. Uh, 
Yeah, Gray Man says the Sand Tornado. So he's talking about AK Operators Union. He says the Sand Tornado is entertaining, but not a scientific test. Very subjective. So. Um, <laughs> let, you know. You know, so let me ask you this. So when it so I get this all the time. If you if you test a gun, right, and things go wrong, does that mean that you would never buy the gun? You know? No. It depends what it is, right? Yeah, and had, or how I've, you're testing it, right? Like if you're if you if like yeah. do people consider just pulling the trigger a test cuz that's not that's operating it. I guess. So I guess maybe right. it starts there, right? You do that first to make sure. As yeah. far as what a test is. I mean, maybe a test of, of shoot, just shooting the gun, a test would be more long term, right? So not like if you get this gun and you're doing first rounds or you're doing different things through it. Overall, that's a long term thing, right? I don't know if that like, I think you really have to put it through paces to really make it like a traditional, you know, like I say, sometimes I say, oh, we're testing this or whatever, but I really mean, hey, we've got this here and over time we're, test we're shooting it to see how it is, but just shooting it isn't the thing. That's why I'm trying to, I know I'm interrupting you, but what what is the formula of that, do you think? Well, I'm thinking about what you're saying here and dude, it's such mm -hmm. a fine line, like, okay, just shooting at 10 rounds in a nice clean indoor range. That's that's mm -hmm. a basic function test, but that's not a mm -hmm. test. Now, mm -hmm. things like a sand tornado and stuff, look, could it happen? Could you all of a sudden find yourself in the middle of Iraq or maybe? So it's somewhere in the middle. Some of the testing people do is no doubt for entertainment, in my opinion, and I think it's awesome because I like to be entertained. But the, it's somewhere in between, and I don't know where a true test is in a way. Do you have to drag an AK behind your truck? Do you have to put it in a sand tornado? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, look, I think, so this is a tough question to answer. Even like I'm asking you the question, I think I agree with you. It's tough to answer. It's tough to quantify what it is. But I think if we're really going to say, like, sometimes we say stuff, but that's not what we mean by what we're saying. So it's just like, are you building an AR or are you assembling it? Right? I don't Semantics. want to go there. I could get the crowd mad at me. <laughs> but so, with a t so I think, though, if you're going to say test, like a test is where you push something to the limits to see where it breaks. That would so, be like an endurance test. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, so like when people talk about, so for example, AK Operators Union, like putting 5,000 rounds through something. I personally, I like that because I'm not always, I'm not, I don't have 5,000 rounds to drop through something all the time. And if he has it and he does it, I don't have a problem with that because I know how far it's going to go. If that thing breaks at 4,000 or 2,000, doesn't mean I'm not going to buy it. It just means I know where is the limit to push that thing to. No, I hear you. And I, I, think, I think different tests are useful for different people. So a lot of my viewers appreciate mm -hmm. that I'll take a budget pistol a lot of times, a lot of Taurus guns. Just take it out there. Show the guys how to shoot it. Show them mm -hmm. that it's functioning with these different mags. So for mm -hmm. that guy, that's actually a more valuable test than a torture test because they just want to learn how to use the darn thing and see mm -hmm. if it works or not at all, right? Yeah. So, so there's a whole spectrum. There is. So I remember Standard Manufacturing has a gun called uh, DP-12, 
okay? Which is a bullpup shotgun. Have you ever uh, shot the DP-12? I have not, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah, double action. Uh, no, what is it? Double barrel, and then I think you can... You can, I think it automatically switches the barrel. Okay, so there's the DP-12. So we did, um, we did kind of a torture test on that where I got a bunch of guys and we got a bunch of cheap, like Walmart um, 12 gauge, and we just started pumping it through that gun to see at what point it would fail. And yeah. we was, we there was so many of us just switching out of this gun. We basically ran like a train on this gun, right? Like I would shoot yeah. it pump everything out and then when i got tired some guy would come behind you know someone was immediately loading it back up and we were just going and then i think around like 700 round 700 uh rounds of 12 gauge something happened where the gun was like uh it, it started to fail not it, it wasn't it wasn't not shooting but it was shooting sometimes when it necessarily shouldn't be and then i was like yeah. you know what we've got to stop because something's happening here with this gun and we stopped okay so here's the thing i want to say they we sent the gun back to them and they looked at it and they said because we were going so fast and doing what we were doing the the tubes were heating up okay and that's why there was a failure because the tubes heated up and bended like slightly and that created the failure Okay, so that's okay. what we did. We drove this thing to a failure point. They repaired it, sent it back to us. Now, that video, I don't know if it's still up on YouTube. It might be one of those videos we had to like remove because YouTube was doing stuff or whatever, harassing us about it. But people were complaining to me about what we did in the video. And I'm like, dude, you, if you are in a zombie apocalypse and there's 700 zombies... Yeah. And you've shot 700 zombies with this gun. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, how well, many zombies? Do. Yeah. How many zombies do you really, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you, you get to your, all of them. <laughs> but I'm just saying to you, when you get to about, I'm going to say right now, at about 300 zombies, you're going to go, you know what? Just eat me. Right, Seriously. you might want to kill them. You might just say, screw it, I'll just become part of it. Yeah, if you've taken down 300 zombies and there's another 300 zombies in front of you. So, I think when they bite you, you get to become one yourself, right? So Yeah, but the point go. I'm making to you is you know the failure point. And people, Yeah. there are people that I meet, they're like, you know what? I bought that gun because I saw what you guys did. And I was like, if someone, if if all these guys shooting this gun is what it took, then I know I'm going to be fine as just one person shooting that guy. Yeah. You know? So that's the that's the thing that I think, like, I'm cool with people doing those kinds of tests. I don't do it all the time because everyone gets all whatever about it. And it's, it was tough to do that thing in the first place. Expensive you know? to do, too. Yeah, it's expensive. It's tough. You got to get enough people together. And then you, you're still trying to be safe. That's why we called it when we started having certain things happen. I'm like, no, that's it. We're not gonna, we're not gonna keep going on it. So. And I, yeah. I think it depends. You know, like like 42 chilled set up here, depends where you operate. So hold on, I live right next to one of the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. So if something SHTF, I might have you know be kind of in the swamp or mm -hmm. in the water a little bit. So that might work mm -hmm. for me. Maybe somebody lives in the desert outside of Vegas and the sand dust is a good test for them, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like I wanted to see with the DP-12, you know what's the funny thing about the DP-12? So it's made in Connecticut. It's a good gun. My personal opinion, yeah. good gun. Because I know, 
I took that gun to what I thought was, oh, this is the the boundaries of what a human being could do. Uh, oh, yeah. It's made so so the DP12 is made in Connecticut. In Connecticut, um, and that same company makes AR ARs, right? AR15s. Uh-huh. So they're making AR15s, and they can't sell them to people in Connecticut. The people who work there, that company cannot buy what they're making at that company with the AR15s. But but in Connecticut, you can buy a shotgun, and you can buy the the DP12. So if you if you don't have an AR and you can't get it, you can get something like I'm not saying go get it. I'm just saying that, you know, here is something that you could use and you could use it to defend your home and it could freaking bring the noise. (laughs) Yeah. And look, dude, yeah, 700 rounds to a shotgun. That's like about the same as putting like, I don't know, 5000 to an AR-15. You don't normally rapid cycle a shotgun to that extent, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys literally beat it up just to see what it. Oh, would we do. beat. Yeah, we beat the crap out of that thing, and so sometimes I, mean, I think that's good. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I like. Like I like when Mac does that. I like when AK operate. Like any when people do it, I like that because now I get to see it, and I'm like, oh, I know how far that thing could go. Dude, and, and, and it's both. Some of these guys are entertaining too. Okay, mm-hmm. so they might be doing a test that's actually valid while being entertaining about it. And sometimes they might throw a little fluff in there, like, I don't know, let's see what happens if this chicken crap's on it. Or, I mean, people do whatever just to make it fun to watch it, right? Right, right, yeah. You know no, I've got no problem. I've got, listen, I've got no problem with that. Just entertain me. Look, most of this is entertainment. Right? Yeah, people love to watch people shoot guns and torture them, and yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, ultimately at- entertainment. You know? well, here's how we can prove that more people like to be entertained. And, and I know a lot of my viewers, look, I'm not really the most entertaining guy on YouTube, but look at me. Look mm-hmm. at Demo Ranch. All he does is just absurdly blow stuff up for entertainment. And look mm-hmm. how big his channel is. So there mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Well, so, uh, you know, I mean, you got to be more of a gun bunny. That's, you know, 2AEDU. What's wrong with you? Show you're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, make well, your videos nice, how you. you know. <laughs> I know you're driving around on those zero turns with no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put more sexiness out there. <laughs> yeah, I need show to, yeah. the people, show the people the beef. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> the people want the beef to ADU. Where's the beef? <laughs> Before you know it, 22 million subs in a matter of months. Uh, Len Holt says, uh, I know that Eric's tests are all scientific. Oh, yeah, I love a burndown. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I love a burndown. Yeah. Oh, I do, too. His meltdowns, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on now. When a dude has no. to put on a bulletproof, <laughs> he has to put on bulletproof shit and wear like special heat gloves. It's freaking awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Armament and Axis says all of us do uh, do that. This is entertainment. So, yeah. Uh, Ronnie Thompson says I want to learn. I think you should throw some learning in. You know, nothing. Wrong That's with that. mainly what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Wayne says, add amount of 50 to your zero turn. That would be nice. 
Mm-hmm. And make no mistake, guys, look, some stuff's entertainment as far as mm-hmm. with some things people do, and it's awesome. When I'm on my streams preaching fire and brimstone about our God mm-hmm. given rights, that's not entertainment. I'm actually being dead serious, just to clarify. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. But people could see that. I mean, I think that's obvious, right? Yeah, me and you were dead serious earlier about all this stuff that's frustrates yeah. and we need yeah. to straighten yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, I think we could I think you could go you could go between those two things and people could realize so so for example, not everyone will talk about the politics stuff that we do. Yeah, um, we lose all kinds of subs. People say came for the guns, left for the politics. Do you ever get that? Right, kind or of or even yeah, I do, but then also YouTube puts um you know, they put the bandstick on us. Because we talk about yeah. the politics, you know, if we just did the fun blow stuff up or, you know, sexy shooting, shoot em up stuff, I think yeah. it would be, I'm not saying it would be perfect because I think they're coming down on everyone, but it's more difficult for us because we do talk about the politics um, and we do, you know, we do right. try to be funny or and entertaining and do, I, I like to try to do all of those things. If I just wanted to be yeah. successful on YouTube with guns, I'm, I'm not the smartest, uh, sharpest tool in the shed, but I know enough to know all you do, this is successful. Just do the same thing over and over again, follow the formula. That's what a lot of other people are doing. I see guys just follow that formula. I'm going to get the biggest caliber and shoot it at this. What happens if I shoot this? What, you know? We shot this, right? So if I I definitely know that, but I choose not to do that because um, that is just mind-numbingly boring to me. I don't look at people doing that all the time, and it's just not interesting to me. So, you know. Yeah, and we all believe in fighting the good fight, right? Armament and Axis, same way. He's he Mm -hmm. entertains, but is dead serious too. I get it. It's both. Yeah, I think I think it's a mixture of both, but because we feel pa- like this is a passion project more than for the money thing. I I would never knock oh. a person. People need money. It's expensive to do this. You buying guns, getting ammo, doing all the things that it takes to to make a video in the first place is an expensive endeavor. Yes. Okay, so you should at least recoup what you put into it and if you're fighting for people if you're educating people and you're entertaining people you should make something out of it i would like to see that one day you don't have to you know do what you do for a living now of cutting people's grass unless you just want to do it for the heck of it the fun of it right um yeah. you deserve that well, right? i appreciate the yeah i appreciate the good wishes my look yeah. my viewers are very very generous like extremely generous i'm very lucky still not making money on it it's just that expensive to do this mm-hmm. kind of stuff like man you go out there and here's here's what happens and you know this you go out there you want to put 500 rounds through this video this gun so you can let your viewers know what's going on with it right mm-hmm. youtube likes to demonetize anything with a gunshot in it so it's like hold on a minute the video i spent the most money on they're going to restrict it demonetize it so half the time you don't even upload that video and you just tell your viewers what happened i mean there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes where we just kind of spin our wheels. Is that kind of how it is for you too? It is, but you know, it's pretty easy for you to get over that. Um, stop posting on your channel, start a brand new channel, and just put uh, videos where you just shoot, you know, 
see how many watermelons you could shoot through or whatever and just do those kinds of videos and don't talk about politics <laughs> don't have an opinion <laughs> don't try to educate anyone about anything <laughs> you know that's and, probably the problem is yeah yeah if you just do that repetitively incessantly in a mind-numbing way yeah. you can you can actually you know build something and i'm completely serious about what i'm telling you it's easy enough to like yeah. i have this conversation with lola she's like you i know that you know this you know this is the way to, and i tell her yes i know it i understand my craft of what i do i understand it very well i don't want to do it because it will hurt my soul yeah you know yeah you have you have to do it for fun or else we would we, <laughs> I know I wouldn't, and I know you. We wouldn't be mm -hmm. doing this just because it's the way we could make a living or the most money possible. It's mm -hmm. not that. <laughs> Let's put it that. Yeah, way. I could tell you right now, just like just to give you an example, just doing the van stuff that I do on Stranger Palooza, I can look at that channel, and I think I have maybe like eight, some less than nine thousand subscribers. Right? It's kicking the ass of anything else that I do. Those 9,000 subscribers and the views that I get over there is ass kickery. And what I mean by that is if I only did that, I could actually be very wealthy very quickly. Yeah. If okay? you didn't dilute yourself down with our God-given <laughs> rights and firearms and the Second <laughs> Amendment, right? I can't get away from it, dude. I can't. It's I like genuinely something that pulls me. That's why I get on here and I talk about this as much as I can. And, and, and we still shoot guns and do stuff over there because I can't. I can't give it up. It really is a thing that pulls me that I that I feel genuinely about. And at the same time, it hurts to see that, you know, like YouTube and other social media platforms are against us. And it, and, and I, it hurts to see all this stuff, but I can't let go of it. They're going to have to, like, take me out. They're going to drag me out, you know, kicking and scratching and all that kind of stuff. So. Same here, and I'm actually real quick. I know we're almost done, but I'm I'm mm. actually having a blast over on locals. That's been growing a lot for me over there, and I there's what I've been yeah, doing. Yeah, but what is that? Lately. Explain ex explain that to folks because I saw someone mentioning locals earlier in the chat. I don't know if I threw it up there or not. What's what is locals? So the big news is locals just um, merged with Rumble, so okay. getting together. Now okay. what locals is it's like this. It's a censorship free social media, meaning as long as you're not breaking federal law. No sex trafficking or human trafficking. That's basically it. Other than that, there's no types of rules or, or regulations, whatever. So I can go over there and I can touch guns on live streams. So it's kind of like a two-part component. It's kind of half YouTube and half Facebook. And I'm only saying that because you guys have heard of those. Not the censorship of Facebook okay. or any of that. Mm -hmm. So you can open up the phone app. There's an app for iPhone, Android. So is computer. it this one that I'm throwing up right here? Locals? Is this yep. what, uh, streaming yep. or chat? Is it that thing? That's the, okay. that's the I'm thing. Gonna, so I, you I'm going to let it load here, and then I'll show you guys again. Okay. And I can, I can pull up my Locals page just real quick to show guys what it looks like on my phone, maybe. Mm -hmm. Is so it it's can, this app, right? Yes, it's that app. Okay. Yep. All right. I don't have it. Um, I think I've heard of it, but yeah, I never had anyone explain it to me. Go ahead. So it starts off with like a feed, right? So it's just, mm -hmm. it'll look a lot like, um, it'll look a lot like Facebook, where I just made a feed. Now here's what's cool. People can join my locals totally free and view all this stuff, or they can become a supporter. Mine's like three bucks a month to support. And you'll see Mateo right here. And you can actually create your own post and become part of that feed. 
See, here's me announcing I'm coming mm-hmm. on here. Oh, sweet. We've got okay. we've got another viewer put up, you know, kind of a funny <laughs> meme, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so this is the Facebook side of things. We didn't talk about that, too, either. We, we totally skipped over that whole Fauci uh, thing. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. So yeah. this kind of looks uh-huh. like Facebook-ish, guys, right? right. Now I'm going to hit one right. button on my app. So, so, so it's almost like button. Patreon as well a little bit, you're saying, right? Yes, there's a way you can support creators mm-hmm. you like there. Now I'm basically like YouTube. I just clicked the little play button, and this is all of the videos from 2AEDU, including mm-hmm. past live streams, me and my daughter doing Legos that I put up as a bonus. So it's YouTube and Facebook combined where we can touch guns, and I live stream and all that. So, so, how, so, how, so once you sign up for it, how soon can you live stream? Okay, so anybody can live stream. 30 minutes straight like just signing up once you get to like 50 supporters you get an hour once you get to i forget the next tier you get an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and that's because they the only thing that's funding this site is people's supporters they take like 10 percent, which is Mm -hmm. way less than youtube or any of them and Mm -hmm. there's no ads on locals at all they're not selling your data to big tech so that's how it's funded is by people supporting creators and they take their little cut Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to look into that. Um, and I'm curious, that, like the folks who are in the chat, um, I know there's some folks in there who's throwing up uh, comments and people about locals. So I'm curious from the other folks who are in the chat with us right now, are you guys on locals? What do you think about it? You never heard of it? Whatever. Let us know right now. We could do a little test here and see. And uh, do you want to know about it, etc.? Because I know there's always different things coming out, you know. I just signed up for Utreon. I'm not even sure if our content is on Utreon yet, but I know I'm working on that. And then I think Utreon also can um, allow you to stream live. So I'm looking for ways to do that. Um, Just so we could go back to... um, You know, we could go... Like, we used to be able to show guns while we were live and all that kind of stuff, you know. And I do that every Saturday night on Locals, and I'm looking at my stats. Mm-hmm. I'm up to 660 total members. Oh, wow, already, cool. Which most mm-hmm. of those are totally free. There is some people I'm very grateful are supporting me, you know. But, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I'm going on my streams. And I, I did mm-hmm. AK underfolders last Saturday night. And I, I just showed like four or five underfolders up close, touching them. Mm-hmm. It, it was a pretty fun stream. Oh, cool. All right, let me get this chat in money, from money, Armin money, and Axis. Money, this, uh, money. Super chat. <laughs> he says, uh, he says at uh, Who Moved My Freedom at 2AEDU. Um, what did he say here? Hold on, throw it back up. Uh, hashtag we do this because we are 2A strong, not about money to me, but it would be cool to make money at it. So there you go. And uh, Ross says, I'm on 2A. EDU's locals, it's awesome, love it. So there you go. We're having a lot of fun, and look, guys, here's why right. I'm going with locals personally. I, I like the format, how it's a little Facebooky and a little YouTubey. It's like both, right? But without the censorship. And I knew a while ago that this Rumble locals merger was happening, and I look at Rumble as probably the only chance of maybe taking a den into big tech. Locals as part of that. That's why I personally feel. They're the ones that are going to still be standing a year or two or whatever from now, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me get this one in here also. Money, 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 money. Money. Ruby <laughs> Finney says uh, Locals is a great platform. I know that's one of your people. Uh, so big Shout out to there. Rudy. 
Yes, and uh, Aries firearms money, training. Money, 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 money. <laughs> what is this? Aries says Sheba dog writing with a brush, writing number one on a piece of paper. Oh, so he did a sticker. We just can't see the sticker here because <laughs> I'm using a different thing. I can see it on the thing, side, but... Chad. Oh, it's you can see it? Oh, okay. Little, yeah. It's kind of a little foxy dog, whatever. You know? Yeah, Lola wants to ask this. Uh, well, Ronnie Thompson says, I love locals. And Lola says she wants to ask you, um, how easy was it to get folks over there to locals? Or what did okay, you do? So for, so for a month and a half, um, a lot of my core guys, whatever you want to call them, the people that like me for some reason, came mm -hmm. right over. I got to 100. Then it was kind of kicking and screaming a little bit because guys on YouTube wanted to make all these rumors like it's pay to play. It's a paywall. So you know what I started saying? Look, guys, you can support me if you want over there. You get a few extra perks. And then I just started literally telling people the truth. Here's the video. You're never going to see the other stuff I'd like to show you on YouTube because they won't allow it. So if you want to see part two, come over to Locals. Now I've, now I've had 500 and something people pouring in the last month. Yeah, awesome. Just by telling them the honest truth. Yeah, I, I see lots of um, I see lots of uh, positive feedback from that. I know. Is it okay if we run a little late here, or you need? Do you have some place to go? No, we're go good for a minute. You, I wanted yeah. to I wanted to yeah. emphasize something mm -hmm. here, and this is true, mm -hmm. guys. There's a there's a mindset where some people say like, "Dude, you're taking away from us on YouTube to go over to locals." No, I'm not. I'm still doing everything I always did on YouTube. There's just hundreds of videos that I wanted to make on YouTube this whole time, but they would literally ban me for it that now I'm able to do over there. And there is a distinction, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, just to add to what you're saying, I think we need to look at options. I think what Facebook is doing, like this stuff that just recently came out about Facebook, um, where these people saying Facebook was inside Facebook. I, I don't know about Facebook inciting January 6th, but I do, definitely don't like Facebook. And I think what Facebook and YouTube and all these different places are up to by they, they are censoring and suppressing our freedom and our message and our ability to communicate with each other. And it's not a good thing. And I think ultimately they are going to pay the price for that. Okay, and the way that you pay the price is that in this world of the internet, someone else could come along and make a better thing that doesn't do all that crap, and people will discover that. It doesn't mean that it's locals or this thing or that thing. We won't find out unless we try it. And I'm trying it. I totally agree with you, and I'm having a lot of fun over there. None of this is about me promoting my locals page. Don't mm -hmm. I, I literally. I'd like to no, see dude. You over first there. of all, I'm happy. Like I'm happy you. to promote. I'm happy to promote anything that you're up to, my friend. Okay, so that's yeah. never that's never an issue with me. But I know, I know you're trying to like impart something to not just me, but the folks who are listening out there, right? Yeah. So maybe they can talk to, you know, maybe Hank's your favorite creator, guys. I hope he is, you know. Uh, but maybe, mm -hmm. maybe you have another favorite creator, and. It's not a zero-sum game here. Like, just because two-way EDUs on locals, I don't want to be the only gun channel there. Mm -hmm. If Hank's there, you know, we got John Crump there, whoever, some more of us come over there, that people might look forward to going to locals more. Yeah, we could we could find out if it's you know? we could find out if it's something or not. <laughs> exactly, and I'm having a ton of fun there yeah. myself. I'll just yeah. say that. So, yeah. yeah, you know what? I'll um I'll look into it, man. As soon as I get off here, you know, and I'll uh, and we'll we'll see what we can get pop in there. Here's what I believe we need to try. I am not loyal to any of these platforms, man. Okay, 
It's okay. like um, back in the day, believe it or not, I used to do some stock, mar stock market stuff. And one of the big things that I learned out of doing the stock market is a very smart guy in that world said, I am not in love with a company or a stock or, or people that run a company, I love my family and I want to take care of them. So those kind of things don't matter. You find out something is good, you know, and it works for you, you do it. Something is bad and it doesn't work for you, you find something else. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So just start off so you don't waste too much time. Just take a stroll around mine. Read stuff I'm mm -hmm. posting, stuff my people are posting. Yeah. And just see what you yeah. think. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll absolutely try it out. Okay, so listen, I don't want to, I don't want to keep you. I know I've got stuff to do, and you've got stuff to. What you know? What's funny? Whenever you come on the show here, at the end, we're always riled up and still, still ready to keep going. <laughs> now this went by like in five seconds as far as my time frame yeah. goes. I had a good time. Yeah, same there. here. Yeah, same here. I can't believe I was like, oh shit, the time went real fast. But uh, no, man, it's always fun and it's always interesting uh, to talk to you. And you always show me stuff that I don't necessarily like. I'm not, you know, we're, I think we're looking at the same stuff, but sometimes we don't always see the same things. And that's why I like talking to you, you know, because it, it's not just like preaching to the choir. We can have a conversation and not like, for example, in the beginning of this, we didn't agree on something. And then I went and looked at it. And I was like, oh, shit, you, you're right. I didn't even see that the first time I looked at it. So. I yeah, enjoy that's that. Good, yeah, yeah, me too. That's, that's what this is all about, you know. Um, and so I appreciate you coming on. Tell the folks out there what they can do to support you or communicate with you. Hey, we're hanging out on YouTube, obviously. Locals, like I just said, it's just 2A EDU on locals. You can find it in the description of all of my YouTube videos. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I really do appreciate 2A EDU coming on here. Um, you know, it's always fun. Like I said, man, I am going to, uh, encourage you guys to check out Barnules, uh, as well as ch go check out hankstrange.com. I'm actually going to run in the end and we're going to come back and 2A EDO. Look at that. Look at that. Pop in the Barnules. I'm a fan what, myself. What? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so listen, I'm going to run in the end, but we're going to come back and 2A EDU is going to drop some words of wisdom on us. And I do want to remind you guys that uh, we won't be doing the show for the rest of the week. I'm getting on the road and heading out to Vegas. So uh, hit me up on social media and follow me and stuff like that. I'll still be posting things there. And then when we're out at SEMA show, for the folks who are into car stuff, hit me up on all the different ways you can communicate with us and let me know if there's something you want me to look into while I'm out at SEMA show. Um, stay right there, 2AEDU. I'm coming right back. We're going to get words of wisdom from you. Let's go with the end. All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out here. Make sure you smash those thumbs ups and ring the bell. If you want to watch us live, we're on Who Moved My Freedom on YouTube. We're going to rip the audio out here and throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to listen to audio podcasts. From uh, uh, Yeah, so um, one thing I want to say what's up to everyone who's coming in from the Firearms Radio Network. Um, you know, we've got lots of folks coming in, so welcome and greetings to those folks. 2AEDU, words of wisdom, sir. First of all, I want to thank everyone in the chat for being awesome tonight. And let's go back to what I said earlier. When Ben Franklin told that lady, literally at the inception of this country, that we have a republic, if you can keep it, that's all of you right now, and we all really need each other. So be encouraged, and we're going to have to fight like hell, and we will save this country, guys. Amen, amen. 
All right. Thanks so much to AEDU. You stay right there to the folks. We'll see you next time around. I'll try to I'll try to at least when I'm on the road, get the show up on Mondays if time allows. Remember, I'm going to be in a different time zone, but we'll let you know. Thanks so much to everyone. Be safe. We'll see you. We're out. Peace. Let's go, Brandon.